0: Hello and welcome to Think Fit, Be Fit Podcast. My name is Jennifer Schwartz. I am the founder of Impact Your Fitness and the Think Fit, Be Fit Podcast Network. I'm also a Certified Muscle Activation Techniques Rx Practitioner, a Certified Exercise Physiologist with a Master's Degree in Health Sciences. It is my mission to get you an upgraded mindset for a more potent workout. And this is done through inspiring education to build resilience and use knowledge that will boost the quality of your fitness and the quality of your life. This episode is a solo cast, and it is very much on target with that mission. Today, I am presenting research evidence-based information on muscles being an anti-inflammatory organ, and this is a shift from the way that we have been told to think about exercise and think about muscles and why they're in our body and how they function. So this is, again, just like an invitation to upgrade your knowledge that will upgrade your approach to fitness. Okay, this is not your typical fitness podcast. We are here for a refreshing change of pace on how we would normally talk about fitness. So to really do that subscribe to the podcast check us out on socials you'll find that there are two shows uh, in this feed so we have a collection of shows that are designed to really bring in the nuances open up a conversation leave the judgment behind and really just like think about how we approach fitness what the mechanics are and how we can leave the BS of the fitness industry behind. Today's episode is the first of a new series called Love to Move. It's a solo cast with yours truly, and really it's practical evidence and practical advice that gives exercise and muscle health credit for being able to treat and prevent disease. I have a quote from someone I admire. Her name is Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. And her quote is, the quality, strength, amount, and utilization of skeletal muscle is at the foundation of health as well as illness. So she is saying that muscle health is important and at the foundation. And this is a shift from the typical way that uh, conventional Western medicine thinks of lifestyle disease and preventing chronic illness, okay? So what's about to come for these episodes of Love to Move? These are dedicated really to being more in love with exercise. So no surprise that this is in February uh, because, you know, I'm really feeling that the love, okay? Uh, My goal is to show you how you can use groundbreaking science to embody a love affair with exercise because exercising muscle does so much more than burn calories it's it really acts as a potent disease protector and the idea is like wouldn't it be nice to enjoy the process rather than beating yourself up and burping yourself to exhaustion just because that's what you're supposed to do and the refreshing new take that I'm offering is that exercise improves and changes lives. We know that. But starting this beautiful relationship with exercise. So it's it's a relationship first, like how you view it, how you treat it, how you plan for it, how you make time for it. Um, we start this beautiful relationship with a desire to embody science in your fitness. This will reward you with freedom, health benefits, inside and out. And again, like the, the shift is going from I have to exercise all the time to, wow, what a beautiful opportunity this is in a relationship that I can grow. Or if you're already there, hang with me to dig your heels into this new paradigm of building muscle to be an exercise science cheerleader like myself because this work has uh what you're hearing now is the accumulation of me doing a ton of research with my colleague Gigi from Fitness for Consumption on lifestyle disease and lifestyle medicine which is treating and preventing chronic illness with lifestyle adjustments or medicine which has to do with sleep stress exercise nutrition and you know if you want to know more about that and what we've been working on please head to the show notes and you'll see the link and yes exercise can indeed be medicine and it can improve health by fighting the main underlying cause of disease which is inflammation This episode, similar to the very nature of Think Fit Be Fit, is grounded in the goal to provide a portal to a better world in self-care and self-leading with fitness. Today, we are doing this through the lens of research that supports the muscular system's impact on inflammation. Before we begin, let me bring your attention to our podcast affiliates and how you can support the podcast we have a two affiliates now and i u- personally use them both so they're high quality nutrition products one is called ladder ladder.sport and you can get a discount on your first purchase if you use bfit10 in the checkout and ladder is great because one it's nsf certified which is less than 1% of supplements can achieve that gold standard. So huge for me, and I wouldn't be using it or promoting it if it weren't for that. Also, this is from LeBron James. This is his uh, company that he started with his trainer and now his business partner, Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) So it's really high quality for high-performance athletes. And before using something like this, make sure you're already eating a healthy diet and that this can add to it. I am personally using the pre-workout from time to time. It's great, uh, especially if you like beta alanine. It. We, I also use the plant protein several times a week. I use the chocolate flavor. It's awesome. My boyfriend uses the whey protein and they also have superfood greens. They have a hydration product that I love. It tastes like old-school Gatorade with a little salt. It's so delicious. And it's a caffeine-free drink, which is also what I love about it. So use the code BFIT10 at checkout. You can also uh, get additional discounts if you subscribe to their products. Ruvi is our second affiliate. And R-U-V-I, Ruvi, means the roots of life. And this is a very tasty drink. It is all fruits and vegetables and actually freeze-dried into powders. So it's a powdered drink. You add it to water. You can add it to smoothies. And it is whole fruits and vegetables, including all the healthy fiber and nothing else. It's picked at their peak nutrition and freeze-dried to lock in the nutrients and flavor. They have four blends. You can get that on your first order with a free uh, shaker bottle. I personally love the Focus and Boost blends, but I do keep all four blends around the page to visit is goRuvy.com. impact your fitness you can also find them on our affiliate page at thinkfitbefitpodcast.com affiliate partners okay fit fam here, the the structure of this episode and the other love to move episodes will be a review of a paper that I read, uh, with you know the intention that I would I'm sharing it in this presentation for lifestyle medicine. But I found some stuff that was so interesting that wasn't quite right for that course. So I'm bringing it here because I just really am excited about. Sharing this uh, science scientific perspective on changing the whole entire world with exercise. Okay, so we'll review a paper, and you know why I'm recommending this paper for all trainers, wellness providers, lifestyle medicine focused practitioners. Secondly, I will be sharing some reflections and some of the things that I find interesting, some things that I don't know that I want to learn more about. I will also include information about something very exciting called brown fat and hormones, and and just discuss a little bit about the mechanisms of hormones and muscles and fat and what they're doing during exercise. and And the idea is to help you see that exercise isn't a thing we do to get the hormones um, or elicit the calorie berm. Exercise is the thing that we nurture and take responsibility for in order to help the body do what it's designed to do, which is, like, self-healing and create a very healthy environment for our body to thrive in this lifetime. And before we start, uh, this information just needs to get out before I start and And it's also in my effort to prevent a rant from happening. (laughs) Um, Look, exercise at almost any quantity is better than nothing. And a constant uptick to our obesity and chronic rate diseases, the rates there, they have to be addressed. But there's just much more to it. And I think the way that we've been selling exercise is completely wrong um, if we want these longevity benefits and essentially what I can provide this community is to share the knowledge that brings you more presence with your health so that you can share it with your loved ones and create this beautiful ripple effect. And that ultimately sparks creative, you know, ways for you to make this deeper connection. And it's also a way that uh, you can see the beauty of the small changes that happen in a single bout of exercise, not just uh the commitment of the long-term because so, so much of the times we don't realize why we're doing something and we're pushing ourselves really hard, but there's so many beautiful changes that can happen inside one bout of exercise if you know how to harness that. Okay. Um, So the idea here is going from being fat phobic to focusing on healthy muscle tissue and getting the most out of it. This applies to the micro level of our self-care and the meta level of a society literally being fat phobic to go as far as naming it an epidemic and focusing on that rather than the general lack of access to healthy food and making a healthy lifestyle more about classism and gimmicks as, you know, those are the bigger issues is the the food deserts and how a healthy lifestyle is classist. Hmm. You know, what does this look like? So we stop fat-shaming ourselves to the gym, first of all. Secondly, is, this is kind of a big wish, something I would put on a billboard, is that we honor strength training as the health-promoting agent that it is instead of something to do while we are not running or playing sports. I mean, yes, it is that. It's a very good way to improve and uh, increase your sports career. Um, But, you know, that's a different thing than looking at it as this health agent. So that's my big wish for everyone. On the individual level, it's also adopting a way to diet, which includes how well your muscle system works. So is your muscle system efficient at recovery and building and preserving your body? So those are just three huge topics that I brought up, but it's different than looking at our muscular system as a conductor of energy slash just burning calories so strength training muscles all of that stuff is more than burning calories and that's another billboard I would put up as I'm building building as I'm doing this episode right now with you guys I'm realizing how important this message is to get out from me to you because I just, you know, (laughs) wanted to put two things on a billboard. So the next thing that I would really like to bridge is the collective way that we view exercise, which is, as another health agent, can we adopt exercise and lifestyle medicine into our modern paradigm? That would also be a dream come true and something that could help us stop being fat phobic and creating shame around moving our bodies. There are essentially more details to this as far as muscle building and exercise modalities, but the main thing is that we collectively have to start embracing a new approach, a new way to see or view, conceptualize fat and muscle is the perfect starting point. I wanted to start this section with a quote from a book that I recently read called The Wedge by Sean Carney. When we mastered the technology to control our world, we started paying less attention to our built-in resilience. And that really stood out to me because one of my main goals is to essentially show you the science and the practical ways to gain resilience and what this means is that the body has so many built-in mechanisms for healing and high performance and sometimes we treat it as more of a a machine and not like the more intelligent uh, system that it is. I see this often in my muscle activation techniques practice, which is neuromuscular therapy. And the client will come in with this idea that they can like just chase around pain until it just goes away magically. But the real thing is is that we have to train our bodies to bounce back better. And this is the paradigm shift. To me, this is very important because my whole platform was created out of the inspiration to look at the body and really witness how our beliefs shape the outcome of our physical reality and resilience and believing in it and understanding it is such a, a, a key to unlock that potential that I see in, in all of us. And what it has to do with this paper is that it reminds me of the significance of the adrenal secretion, that is also the physiological reset that, that transitions our body to being more focused and in a state of readiness. Sometimes uh, that, that is known as the, not sometimes, it is known as the flight or fight response. And this physiological reset, is very important for understanding this, the the exercise, this new paradigm of fat and muscle being organs of hormones, and not something we just like attack with calorie burning uh, diets and you know nutritional deficits. Okay, so the paper that I wanted to bring. Uh, your attention to is the anti inflammatory effects of exercise, the mechanisms and implications for the prevention and treatment of disease. This was uh, the main author is called Michael Gleason. This was published in 2011 in Nature Reviews. And it summarizes the mechanisms of how exercise is anti inflammatory and then summarizes how physical activity and exercise can lower disease risk, and have therapeutic value for chronic heart disease, stroke, cancer, type 2 diabetes, dementia, depression, and bone loss and arthritis. So there are several reasons to refer to this paper and see if you can get access to it yourself. I will have the reference in the show notes, of course. And for myself and Gigi, we've, we were using this paper to help, uh, our presentation tell the story about how exercise is part of a lifestyle medicine approach to treating and preventing chronic illness. But if you are a trainer, this is a great paper to get your hands on because you, if by having this message that we don't have to fear fat, we just have to optimize our muscle system and our muscles health, then uh, you're creating more of a bond between that person and their exercise and what it can do for them in the long term. Having the mentality of getting after it and crushing it and burning all the calories, of course, that can be helpful in the short term and it's not a bad way to motivate, but you can... Create a re- help your client create a relationship with healthy exercise, and that is much more rewarding, and you will probably make more money from that anyways, okay? Instead of pushing them to, like, fight fat and fight obesity with exercise and burning calories, okay? Uh, the exercise enthusiast, I would also ha- have you refer to this paper because it can help you be the cheerleader that I am, right? Like you can join the team of cheerleading for healthy exercise and curating a healthy relationship with exercise. That's the ripple effect, right? That is the, one of the beautiful things that we can do with our healthy body is have that ripple effect that creates more healthy people and more healthy attitudes. And and when somebody, you've heard me say this before, and when, when somebody sees you thriving with all these obstacles and old injuries and inflammation or uh y- you know you're setting an example, the tone, and I definitely could talk more about that and have on a few podcasts. So if you are a medical provider that is has an interest in lifestyle medicine, this is clearly a paper you need to get a hold of, and for later in this solo cast, uh there's a researcher that I'm putting uh giving you a highlight of that will really be of help to help promote healthy lifestyles within your practice. So the important takeaways overall is that the paper focuses on the mechanisms by which exercise, both acute and chronic, I mean, one time versus 60,000 times. Exerts its anti-inflammatory effects, and then the paper discusses the inflammation I- implications of these effects for the prevention and disease treatment. Now, I am into the physiology. Uh, that is my just my nerd space that I love indulging in and learning more about. And the idea that the, the fat and the muscle are organs that that talk to each other during exercise and talk to the brain and talk to the immune system are the mechanisms that I'm fascinated with. So that's where we're going with this. Okay. Um, the paper discusses some detailed uh, the mechanics and then really, um, the main thing is that exercise and physical activity, which are two different things in my opinion, is that they have a protecting effect on the entire body. And that is the sweet sauce. That is the thing that is going to prevent the brain from deteriorating, the um, tumor growth, the bone loss from osteoporosis. It the this has a protecting effect on the entire body, and each and every bout of exercise has the potential to have immediate anti-inflammatory effects, if you're doing it with intention, responsibility. And, um, you know, planning, it doesn't even have to be careful planning. It just has to be mindful. And that is freaking incredible. This is the thing that makes exercise the poly pill for helping disease and making and helping us feel good in our lifestyle. I'm getting really excited. So let's, uh, dial it back, Jen. And, uh, the, Let me uh, dial back to the the mechanisms. Let's get a little small here. The anti-inflammatory effects happen because of these three possible mechanisms. One, it reduces visceral fat mass. This is one way. Yes, fat phobia, we understand this in in that context, okay? That the reduction in visceral fat mass or that the fat mass could change to brown fat is very very good for our metabolic health. But it's not the only way and that is the the portal to seeing, you know, understanding that there are other ways is the portal to this exalted way of viewing exercise and loving to move. The second way is that exercise and physical activity increase the production and release of anti-inflammatory chemicals from contracting skeletal muscle. Very, very cool. The third one is that regular exercise, physical activity, even that single bout, reduces the expression of immune cell proteins that influence the innate immune system. And I love immunobiology, but we're not going to get into that right now. Um, but that, that is very significant that it has such an immediate effect on the immune system. The paper also discusses the relationship between a reduction in visceral fat, right, and this pro-intam- pro-inflammatory state. So the opposite of anti-inflammatory is going to be pro-inflammatory. And so what that means is um, the the cell biology, the structures attached to the fat cells change with inflammation or without inflammation and the that structure influences the whole entire environment of the like inside of your body or that area and what i can contribute attribute or contribute to this is uh that i've seen this stuff in a cadaver lab that brown fat it looks different than this like white and yellow fat the white and yellow fats going to be the more pro-inflammatory. The brown fat is actually a tissue that wasn't really even thought of to be in humans until like 2009. I think the, the groundbreaking research here was in 2008 and they'd seen brown fat on mice and uh, different mammals four-legged ones and they just thought it was like oh, that's how they keep warm in the winter. Well, yeah, that is how they keep warm in the winter and that's how we use uh, mobilize fat in our body. So we have it too as two-legged mammals okay and what's really interesting is just that I, that brown fat is uh, seems to have a lot of qualities of muscle and fat. So it has muscle qualities. It has mitochondria in it. The yellow and white fat does not. Um, The brown fat produces actin and myosin but doesn't use it. That's freaking incredible. That is the fuel for our muscles. So um, the way that I, I can see that is in the cadaver lab, we saw more brown fat in this person's legs than anywhere else and our teacher had a discussion that potentially what if they were you know uh, an endurance athlete and this is where they needed their energy so that's where the body put the brown fat now and and that's that's one way we could use it the other way we can discuss it and we did in this class is that we can um, look at equator born persons and see that they don't have a lot of visceral fat naturally. They are very thin because their body doesn't need to keep warm. But someone boor, uh, of like colder climate genetics like myself would have potentially more brown fat in their abdominal area because that is meant to keep the organs warm. And that's it, so that's one way we can also look at it. But the other thing is that brown fat is also storing fat like fat. <laughs> so it has both of these qualities, and it's very cool. And I'll just keep going uh, into other parts of the paper. There were three very useful diagrams in this paper. My favorite was this axis of activation for all the anti anti-inflammatory uh, environment. Um, and how the cascade of that. So what it looks like is the HP activation, which is back to that physiological reset of the adrenals. And that's of the brain. And then that goes to the muscle contractions and changes um, some other hormones for uh, how your blood circulates. And then the muscle contraction then goes to the immune system via the spleen to mobilize fat. And then I just like you know, really seeing that adrenal gland reset is where this um, really creates the the, uh, the the kickoff, the effects. But if we exercise too long or are in a stress response too long, same thing, HPA, HPA activation, adrenal activation, then we are in a Uh, pro-inflammatory state if this keeps going so if we don't recover from our exercise if we exercise for three hours and which is fine but you just have to recover you have to understand that there's a a stopping point that has to happen and it's the same with our stress we have to end that cycle of stress and in this paper, they mention this as the elite athlete paradox, and the elite athlete paradox is that athletes are in fact more susceptible to upper respiratory infections because too much exercise actually suppresses the immune system and then it's unable to fight an infection so either exercise is too good at strengthening the immune system that it like just you know goes to uh goes on snooze or It's just overactive and it just doesn't have the right signaling. Um, Either way, this applies to being over-engaged in mental, emotional stress and exercising and having adrenal fatigue, or it goes into how much we exercise overall and then don't recover. So... Just a few reflections, and then we're going to get on to the next part, which is that, honestly, I could highlight so many points in this paper, and, frankly, I'm overwhelmed by the connections of immunological effects of exercise. And that term, immunological effects of exercise, is a growing area of research and that we've barely scratched the surface. So my excitement, that means my excitement gets to continue for decades. And the secondly, that... Um, When you have this type of excitement for exercise, it's it's because you're seeing the beautiful small changes. It's because you're looking under the surface and appreciating the small like interconnectivity of um, the micro interconnectivity of how our body is aligned to biology, nature, the universe. It's amazing. So just, you know, take my word for it. Uh, (laughs) Um, or if you want to see more of that excitement it's always on the gram Jennifer Simone Schwartz and you know what I um, also uh, got from this paper was that exercise is medicine is a term so hashtag exercise is medicine is thrown around but this paper highlights the very mechanisms as to why that is true and that like I love that So what I don't understand and what I want to learn more about is what limit, you know, what um, there's a lot about interleukin chemicals that is the immune system chemicals. I would love to learn the difference between like 6, 10, 12 and like what that means. And then, you know, I, I would also love to learn more about how we can make exercise and physical activity two different things and be able to, spread that into the medical community that's something Gigi and I have been talking a lot about as far as our lifestyle medicine uh, co-authorship goes and it's something if if you have something to contribute there I would love to hear from you and thinking about this on the bigger scale as far as like evidence papers research and you know uh, are there researchers that are doing this let me know I want to read about them I want to connect with them And speaking of people that I want to connect with and be in their circle, you will hear about one of my heroes in this work on the next episode. Her name is Bente Pedersen, Dr. Pedersen, and she is internationally recognized in exercise endocrinology. So it's really the groundwork for what I discussed today in the paper about exercise being anti-inflammatory. Well, this is the person that influenced that work, and I can't wait to share that with you. And before you go, I have an exciting announcement about a free webinar that I'm hosting on February 25th, 11 a.m. Eastern. And that is all about upgrading your home exercise. You will walk away from it with tactics based in physics and exercise mechanics to improve exercises that you already know, like lunges, squats, planks, push ups, and really so many more. This is information that will help you in the gym as well with any machine. And this is for you if the influencer workouts and the fads are wearing you down and you feel like they're a waste of your time. This is really, I have a lot to say about that. I'll leave it for the webinar. And it's also for you if you are having issues with trying to bounce back after some type of injury and you want to resolve that with body weight exercises. So that is one of the things that I teach in my course in depth, but I introduce it in this webinar. We uh, include plenty of visuals and tips, plus I'll be sending out two free workouts after you sign up for that. They are bodyweight and strength-based. So if you want to make your exercise at home more strength-based, more focused, more intentional, sign up for the webinar at movementpathways.com slash webinar and I really hope to see you there let me know that you uh, came in you got to the webinar from uh, the podcast that would be super awesome because right as soon as you sign up you'll have my email address and you can just hit respond hit reply and say hey great podcast I hung out all the way to the end because I'm a superstar and that you are have a wonderful week and take care